Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to another episode of But Why? But this is something a bit different. It's a condensed version. It's our favourite conversations about tricky subjects, revisited and reduced into bite-sized chunks. Hello and welcome to another episode of But Why, the podcast that's all about digging into big questions and tricky topics by honest conversations. This week we're going to be looking at burnout. I've said that in a cheery voice. This is not a cheery subject, but still. Um, and I am speaking to Caroline Duna, who is a humorist and storyteller. She spent years as a performer and darted like it was her job, because it kind of was. Until it wasn't, because her first book, The Fuck It Diet, is all about healing your relationship with food and moving away from dark culture. And her second book, and the reason we're going to have this conversation, is Tired as Fuck, which is a tale of exhaustion and burnout. So I'm going to go straight into the, quite the brutal stuff, but tell me about your, your burnout, I suppose, how it came about, how if you saw it coming, how you knew you'd got there. Yeah, so what's interesting is... It was about five years ago, and I, I knew that there was something wrong. I was like, I am having so much trouble focusing. I am like dreading everything on my schedule, everything in my life that I used to love doing. I can't even imagine mustering the strength. There was just something really, really off. And my first reaction, you know, which is the way that I'd kind of approached everything up until that point, was what's wrong with me? Why, you know, like what, what hack, like what, um, you know, method of self-help do I need to like remedy the situation and push through? Cause I was, I was essentially a self-help addict at the time. Um, mm. and it, it kind of came after being a, a diet addict and a, a diet book, um, kind of zealot, but I would like go from diet to diet. It was like, I was putting all my eggs in one basket. Oh my God, Mm -hmm. this is going to be the thing that heals me. And then I, and then I sort of moved away from diets and, and put that, all of that energy into self-help. So Mm. I reached this, this place where I was just so burnt out, but it didn't seem like, um, it didn't seem like I deserved to be burnt out. And it didn't seem at the time, you know, I just realized this as I've been talking to people about, about my story and about, you know, talking about the book, I didn't realize I was burnt out. I thought I was tired. I didn't even use the the word burnout until mm. until a couple years after when I was like, oh my God, that's what that was. That's what that was. I was explaining it as, oh, I'm just really tired. And it's more than just physical exhaustion, which mm. is, you know, as we talk more about burnout, my kind of big belief about burnout at this point and what what we miss about burnout is that it's kind of a bigger mind, body, spirit situation that we get ourselves into. It's not just physical. Mm. Yes, it is physical. We do become physically exhausted and physical rest can be very helpful. But usually we are burnt out 
it's not just, oh, we've been working really, really hard. Oh, we haven't been sleeping enough. It's usually these mental and emotional causes of burnout that coincide with it. It was really about looking at the things that I thought I had to do. <laughs> the thought yeah. I really, really, like, I must keep up this part of my career. I must keep up this part of my business. I must keep up this kind of social life. I must stay in New York. It's a failure if I leave New York. Mm. All of these beliefs all of these beliefs that I didn't even examine that were leading to things I was forcing myself to do and things I was forcing myself to um, believe about myself and the way that I was talking to myself that was able to keep me exhausted. Like it was all of these other things that I just assumed I had to do or I assumed I had to be. So I know that that's, that's kind of vague, but no. um no, it's I... speaking to me in such a like massive <laughs> way. But I'm aware, and I think I'm listening to you, and it, it's there's such parallels to the awakening of of diet culture. You know, I've been doing yeah. very similar journey. Spent, I don't know, up until my early thirties, maybe a bit more. Yeah, every diet going because that's, and I didn't even know that was a disordered way of being. Right. I was like, this. This is just normal. You diet. Right. You diet after Christmas. You diet before a holiday. You start a diet again on a Monday. Right. You you hate carbs. You etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, all of this until eventually it's it's so parallel, isn't it? Yes. So until yes. I tied myself in such a knot with my rules about what this diet was, I actually would look in the fridge and be like, you know, just didn't know how to eat anymore. Not yeah. in a like not in the extreme eating disorder way, just I was so confused with the dialogue in my head. And it's so funny, this exactly what you're describing again. You go, Oh my word, yeah, I have completely bought into the idea that I yeah, must be running my business, that I must be a great friend, that I must be a great partner, that I should be going and doing this. And then even when you go through that list, you yeah, I mean it's unachievable, but it is. But we are so deeply in it that you don't even know that that is not not a great way to be because it's you just exist in this churn of it don't you yeah yeah and that's that's exactly and that you know it was a gift in a way because I had been through healing my relationship with food five years before mm -hmm. my burnout and it was this unlearning right it was this yeah. oh my god I have all these beliefs about the way I'm supposed to look and the way I'm supposed to eat and what my appetite's supposed to be like and all of this stuff about health and dieting and food and weight and worth and all of this stuff that like realizing how um, kind of indoctrinated I was into yeah. this belief system that was not that I thought was good for me, but was actually like terrible for me. <laughs> and this, you know, one of the things that I talk about a lot with food is like, you know, so many of us think that we are food addicts because we cannot control ourselves around food, but we don't understand that living in a culture that's obsessed with dieting, that tells yeah. you you're constantly eating too much, tells you that your body is wrong, and then putting yourself on an actual physical diet will will directly make us feel out of control around food yeah. and act like a food addict. So it's a thing of like, you're a food addict when the actual issue is you're actually not eating enough food and you're not hungry. allowing yourself to exactly you're hungry and <laughs> if you're not physically hungry you're mentally hungry mm. because you feel guilty all of the time about the way that you're eating that thing that was like you say in the peak of burnout when you're looking at your schedule and you you can't even do the replying to the emails yeah exactly but yeah a bit of a pause away from it and you go oh right yeah I can just ping out all these emails in exactly. half an hour exactly <sighs> but it's it's so obvious, but we 
we fail to see yeah and we're all yeah you know no I know and it's it's hard because you don't want to let people down you don't want to let yourself down but you know during and I've kind of you know scaled this back a little bit because I actually generally do have more energy like so much more energy than Mm -hmm. I had five years ago but when I went into my two years of rest I was like okay one of my big focuses is going to be if I do not have energy for something no questions asked I am allowed to not do it. I'm allowed to reschedule. I'm allowed to whatever I need to do. Obviously, there are things you can't just like never do, no. right? Like, but if I need to reschedule it, I will reschedule it. Mm-hmm. If I need to find a way to make it more, you know, approachable, I'm going to do that and I'm not going to let myself feel guilty about mm-hmm. it because my mode before was guilt, 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 mm-hmm. guilt. And so I knew, okay, if I'm going to, if I'm going to try and change the way I approach this and genuinely honor my exhaustion that mm. I'm in right now, I know guilt is going to come up. Mm. And my goal is to be just so aware. Like my goal is to be so aware of the guilt mm-hmm. when it comes up because I'm, I'm now aware that guilt is one of the things that's depleting me. Yes. So if I can be really aware of it when it comes up, I can say, oh, there it is. I expected you. And mm. then – do, and then go further to say, okay, where is this guilt coming from? Yeah. Why do I feel this? What stupid belief is make is like making this guilt bubble up? But it was like this radical permission to say no, reschedule, mm-hmm. cancel things, say, I'm so sorry. You know, like even just this thing of like, this is the shift, right? Um, and, and I think people will probably think that this is irresponsible, but saying, I'm so sorry. I, I cannot fit that into my schedule. Even if your you next could. day yeah, is like the day that you've cleared so because you need it and you you or or say you don't do more than one, mm-hmm. you know, interview a day or something and you technically have two hours right there, but you know mm-hmm. you know yourself enough to know that you need that time, mm-hmm. you're allowed to say, I do not have the time because mm-hmm. you don't. Mm. you've put aside that time. You're using that time for something else. You're using that time to rest. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And I think that's, that's like a, it's just a mental shift Mm. of people feel like, well, I'm not, but I do have the time and I should. And what does it mean about me if I say no? And what is it, am I ever going to do anything ever again? Is this irresponsible? Am I late? And all of these things that, that keep us saying yes to everything. While I was still tired, I had some anxiety that I would always be tired. And, mm. and the less I did, I kind of like, I, I, I did develop almost like a little bit of social anxiety because I wasn't used to, mm. I was trying to relearn how to navigate things that I, I had been operating in a different way. And I was like trying to figure out, okay, well, what does deplete me and who does deplete me and what situations are great and what aren't like, I, I, I learned I was an introvert. Like I didn't even know that I was, I thought I was an extrovert because I was like, for, you know, I'm able to fake it. But um, I really do believe that resting can can get you to a place where you're just less depleted and mm-hmm. life is is less overwhelming. Just like you were saying, like even on the on the micro, right? If you take a couple of days off, if you if you give yourself a couple of good nights of sleep, going through your emails isn't going to be mm-hmm. as overwhelming. And then on the macro, on a bigger scale, I, I really believe that 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 happens as well. Yeah, it's exactly to go back to being it. If you're hungry, eat. Yeah. And don't eat when you're not hungry. Exactly. And, and 
yeah, we've we've just overcomplicated things yeah. for ourselves so by, much by trying to find answers in the wrong places. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Ah, oh, well, I mean, all I'm thinking is. I'm feeling really tired and what am I going to do? And, you know, I was like, oh, I'm going to try and squeeze this in. It's quarter to five here. Go and try and squeeze a bit more work in. But you know what? It, I won't do that work well. It will tip me over the edge. Better mm-hmm. to unwind for the evening, get up tomorrow, go, go again with a clear brain. Yeah. But yeah. why is that? You know, and, and I have to tell myself, I'm going to have to like wriggle against my own kind of all, but you could just, you could just do a little bit, but yeah, we it's know, the, it's we know beliefs. really. It's the, it's the beliefs about what that means about you, but that you can't do it right now. Yeah. So, because we could just keep going, but go, yeah, you're, you're keep, we're keeping going towards ex- exhaustion, not more exactly. joy. Exactly. That's uh, it. This has been, uh, yeah, unbelievably enlightening. Again, one of those, uh-oh. <laughs> you know, I remember when I first read any kind of um, intuitive eating books, and I was just like, "All oh, right, all right. Oh, right, I'm about to un- unpick everything I thought I already knew." Right, but that's a right. gift, isn't it? So maybe this is one of those very. How do you think my husband will say I'm on two? Let <laughs> me say I'm on two years of rest. You look after the kids. Uh, absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. It's been yeah, been an amazing. A very necessary conversation for me, I think. Oh, it's so wonderful. Thank you for having me on. <laughs>